listening to East Bay Radio. Good, good afternoon, East Bay listeners. Welcome to another session of uh, East Bay Live here at Cal State East Bay. Um, we're running a few minutes behind, so we're going to go right into it. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to the gentleman of WTF Movies. Good afternoon, you loyal film lovers and spiteful film haters. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. And your parents got divorced when you were young. You only get to see your father on the weekends <laughs> in the summer. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Whoa. Damn. That was like a, a little dark intro right there. <laughs> a little too dark there. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, it's Halloween, everyone. There you go. <laughs> Welcome to WTF Movies, everyone. Where we do support What's failed marriages. <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone doing today? I am doing good. A little tired. A little tired. A lot of a lot of homework that I had to do last night. So, but I feel ya. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty good too. I was a little stressed out earlier. I'm just working on like this other story for another class. So I was just on the phone with like these like really not smart people that didn't help me at all. Oh, like I'm just man. really trying to be polite here. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I just talked to three idiots in a row, and I wanted things like that. <laughs> so that just really bugged me. But um, other than that, like I'm doing really They're good. Dying. Yeah, I know. I mean, the truth hurts, but I'm sorry. Like I just yeah. can't. God, it stresses me out. Uh, it's gonna be a good one today. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Welcome to WTF Movies. I am DJ Zach. This is I, the Beast, and I am Power Surge. And today we are talking Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone! Happy Almost Halloween. Halloween. What's What's your scary movie? Where's that from? Uh, it's, I think it's from Scream. Yep. I think. <laughs> you knew damn well it's from Scream. Yeah. <laughs> so what's today's topic, boys? So we're going to be talking about Halloween-themed films. Not specifically just the film Halloween, but just all films that have to do with the plot of Halloween. You know, like it could be set during the time, the setting, anything. Like just anything Halloween-related. Okay. And also we're probably going to give uh, to our loyal listeners a couple of recommendations they want to watch during these uh, great season that we have. Mm -hmm. The spoopy season? Yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah. some recommendations on like what to do, too, for all you people that are struggling with what to do on Halloween, you know? Cool. Got some good ideas. Well, that is the question. Beast, what are you doing for Halloween? <laughs> all right, we'll get right into that. <laughs> so, um, I, me and some friends, we're actually going to Chico this weekend. We're leaving fri uh, Friday around, like, 4, and then, like, um, we're going to be there for the entire weekend. My buddy's, like, hosting a party, like, as usual, like, and his parties are always so much fun off the off the charts like crazy like i always leave feeling bad just because his house is kind of like licked but he's like nah he's like come back again he's like it's good man i'll, I'll, oh, I'll clean up and i'm just like <laughs> i'll clean up it's like i'm stepping over a guy i'm like do you want me to get him out he's like nah nah he'll, he'll leave in a few days what it's good i'm just like days. all right <laughs> all right i'm like okay but yeah that's what i'm doing so that's pretty exciting halloween day i'm still trying to find something to do but you know we'll see like something always falls in my lap that's why i love this holiday because that new year's i could have zero plans and for whatever reason something just falls on my lap like yo yeah. let's do something it's oh it's weird the last 10 years sweet yeah, I swear. Oh, that's cool yeah search um halloween i plan on going to alameda around park street just to go walk around i will dress up uh my girlfriend and i will be tweedledee and tweedledum so we'll be doing that <laughs> and I, love that. I won't be trick-or-treating though because that might be a little odd now if i were to go up to a house asking for candy i mean you're already there <laughs> i give you some candy i'd be like yo you're like one in out of 100 adults that has the balls to come up and ask me for candy yeah i'll be like yeah you can have two i can't tell you how many parents I actually gave candy to when I was still living in SoCal. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They would have, like, a tiny little bag and just kind of, like, like, hey, can I, <laughs> can I get a piece? <laughs> like, depending, like, depending on what candy, like, we were giving out. Like, a lot of adults love Kit Kat, 
Kit Kats and Twix. Yeah, I heard. I've uh, realized, but yeah. also if you have something like Dots, remember those? Oh, uh, those are gross. Dots. Those are gross. I literally you throw, yeah, you throw no, those at people. I, I've loosened a filling on those candies. No exaggeration. Really? Uh-oh, uh-oh, I, uh-oh, I feel I feel Eddie's hurt. presence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what was crazy though? I remember when I walked around Alameda. Actually, the people that live there, they actually put their uh, buckets of candy in the front. They put a large table, and people could just walk up and grab one. They put a sign that says, "Please take one." The they don't. System. Yeah, no, <laughs> you just wait. No one just take takes one. <laughs> no, you take it all. <laughs> Call? Like honor system on Halloween? No, no, uh, that doesn't that, exist. <laughs> that's the plan that uh, my girlfriend and I are planning to do. We're just gonna put out an empty bowl with a sign that says "Please take one." It's like, oh, someone yeah. took it already, <laughs> and then we're just gonna eat the candy by ourselves on our couch. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my plans, but I do have to work uh, that morning, which should be fine. Oh. But something fun is that um, we can wear like semi, like half costumes oh, to cool. work. Obviously, we can't wear masks or face yeah, makeup or anything yeah. like that. Totally. You know, food service and stuff like that. Totally. But, you know, I could wear like a suit if I wanted to and my top hat. That'd be cool. I should do that. My yeah. steampunk top hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. No, I'd be like, I want that guy to serve me coffee. He's got a good hat. What's it, hey, so you guys get, ever get any like weirdos? Because you've been at Starbucks a few years now. Like, do you ever get any like weirdos at like Halloween specifically? Like weirdos? Halloween not, like, specifically? Yeah, not uh, like an average weirdo. I'm not too sure. There are a few stories that I could share. I'm not too sure if I can do to legal reasons <laughs> jesus what did you guys like sue him or something like what it ba- long story short this person is not allowed inside any starbucks oh well, no i'm not going to i'm not going to risk uh, my job well, over this eddie thank you well i'm not allowed inside panda express at the mall so join the club pal. <laughs> wait what? wait that's a story for another wait, day what? but i can't go in there anymore <laughs> yeah mom and dad if you're listening yeah i can't go there <laughs> ever again story for right now no. <laughs> During the credits, I'll tell you. I promise. I promise. <laughs> All right. So the world needs to know, Beast. I'm no. just trying to picture Beast just either oh, drunk man. or something in a Panda Express trying to order some like Kung Pao chicken. <laughs> let's just, just say. Let's just say or something. Or something. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So um, enough about me. I mean, what's it called? Um, let's get into this topic a little bit, and then maybe I'll indulge later. But um, so Halloween film. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm just. <laughs> I, I highly doubt it, Eddie. No. Possibly. I mean, oh hey. no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. It's a bummer for Alyssa's because they have yeah. no idea what he wrote. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, going back to Halloween. Yeah. Halloween films. <laughs> What's your go-to Halloween film? If you were to sit down on Halloween night and watch a film, what would it be? Uh, definitely. Uh, I would say probably all the Halloween films. All Damn. okay, all the Michael Myers. Myers. Okay. Yeah, Michael okay. Myers definitely. Yeah. Even the newer one. Yeah, even the newer one. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I, 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 per- I personally liked it to be honest. Yeah. No, I'm I, on the same page as you. I, I thought it was a really interesting film. Uh, my favorite scene from that film, I would say, was the uh, where the camera's following him as he's going into the back of the garage. Yeah. I thought it was a really cool scene. Uh, but overall, yeah, I, I would probably say probably the Halloween films. Really? Uh, no, Eddie. Yeah. He, Eddie's answer is a Saw marathon. Ooh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> I can't do that. Just maybe the first one, and after that, it's just... <laughs> They're all the, the same after that. Yeah. Not the newest one. It's, it's funny, because I saw whichever newest one has come out. Like, me and my friends saw that on Halloween night, too, and I was like, this is garbage. I'm like, why are we... I'm like, I'm wasting oh, my favorite holiday. Yeah. I, I think it was called Jigsaw, right? Yeah, 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 that was, yeah. And it's just like, oh, he might be alive, even though we just killed him in the last movie. It's like, what... Is, yeah. yeah, isn't the whole thing he's like a, a paranormal paranormal entity, or are no. there like multiple jigsaws? No, he's an old man with cancer who influences younger people to become jigsaw. 
Huh. Yeah. yeah. And then okay. he dies yeah. of cancer, and then everybody's like, oh, he's not dead. I mean, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm with Surge here. Like, my favorite, like, go-to, like, the last few years. Wow, that got really loud. Um, yeah, it did. Is uh, definitely the first Halloween, the original. I love it. It's a classic. You Jamie know? Lee Curtis? Yeah, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis, man. Yeah. All-time favorite scream queen right there. And it's yep. just like... I liked it just because, like I said, it's still relevant now to the point where they're making – it wasn't even a reboot, the new one they made. They made a sequel to that one. And I just want to say, like, the reason I love that one so much is well, also the reason why I don't like it. They got rid of – they made number two, Halloween 2, the original, mm-hmm. not happen, you know, because this was Halloween right, 2. Right. But here's the thing. the reason They retconned so, it? Yeah, because there's – well, they retconned the whole franchise because it's – it goes like this, okay? It's 1978, Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis, and then, you know, they have the whole franchise remake, all that, right? And then they remake this new one. But with this new one, it's like, okay, get rid of the whole every single sequel, every franchise, everything you know about Michael Myers. Throw that out the door. Just watch the first one. Come see this one. And what I love, though, like I said, that's the reason why I love it is because what they made the scene at the end of the second one go away. And I didn't like this ending scene of the second one because he's, okay, so he's in the bathroom at the hospital. He gets shot in the eyes. He can't see. Okay, you know, he's Michael Myers. He can live with that. But then he's going around with a knife trying to stab Jamie Lee going, Whoo! <laughs> like slashing at the air and Jamie's just standing there screaming. I'm like, you can run right now. Like he can't <laughs> see you, dude. It's just like, and he's literally like a two minute scene. He's literally going, it's making this sound too. It's going. That's the super. I'm like, I will oh say that's another reason why God. I don't like horror films, just because they terrify me. But also, <laughs> they're. <laughs> that's 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 a good thing. That means yeah. they're doing their job. Exactly. But they're so dumb in their tropes. <laughs> like no one in that situation will just stand there and scream when someone's coming at them with a knife. Yeah, they will, fair enough. They will about face and run. True. Yeah. But or like, try to fight, not stand there. True. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. Like, I mean, like, I think this just goes with the whole horror theme, too. It's just like you, you're not just a typical guy. Like, you know, you, you should run out the front door and everybody goes up the front stairs, you know, up the stairs. Up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's just Let's like, go into the garage where all the power tools are, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I don't know about you guys. There's a slash in my house. I'm running. I'm grabbing my keys and I'm screaming, Mom and Dad, there's a kill in the house. And I'm running. I'm sorry. Every man for himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to get <laughs> stabbed or slashed or hooked or any kind of I'm out. slashed. Yeah. It's like, bye. <laughs> Oh, you know, uh, Beast. Take your keys, Dad. <laughs> uh, Beast, you know what was the last uh, horror film that I watched? It was mm. kind of, it was interesting, but I thought it was a really bad movie. It was a movie, uh, Countdown. Oh, okay. Let's hear about that. Now. Oh, I, I heard about that. this one. Okay. okay. Yeah. The only reason why I think it's good is because, yes, they use apps. So now there's an app that's like killing people who download the app. So you can technically you download the app and then it shows you how many hours or days or years you have to live. Some people have it shorter than others. So those that have it short, they basically like you know end up getting killed on in, now in it, the movie. Now is it based on you know data mining or is it just an arbitrary number that the app comes N- up with? No, it's based on a. Um, I believe it's a demonic entity that lives within the app. They kind of explained it in the film that it, it was like in the 1800s that it was like a young prince used this scroll that was given to him by a witch so he can figure out how many uh, years he had to live. So then that kind of goes into the app, which I, but then I was kind of wondering, like, how did that go into the app, though? Because it, wouldn't that be like hundreds of years later? Yeah, that's why it didn't <laughs> yeah. make sense. But overall, I really thought the movie was kind of kind of dumb. There was, way, there was a lot of jump scares, yeah. which didn't really – it didn't solidify the movie. And then I, one part that I thought was funny was that uh, in the movie, you can see the people downloading the app. 
actually people rated it a 3.6 out of 5 the app which i thought was kind of funny (laughs) 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 we were just laughing about that too like how if you're dead how are you rating this yeah (laughs) love this app man the one question i did have that i wasn't i maybe i just didn't comprehend it from the trailer but you can actually tell me this yeah okay so like um i'm 22 years old right now right Uh i open up the app and it says the number 45 does that mean i have 45 more years left to go or that means I'm going to live till I'm 45. Because uh, I was, I didn't or understand is it, that. Isn't it like an actual like ticker clock, basically? Yeah, it's a ticker clock. Yeah. Okay. So basically, okay. once the countdown goes down, that's basically when the uh, demon comes and like kills you. Uh, so it's basically whatever time that is, you add it on top of wh- how old you are now. Basically. So if I got like 23, I'm screwed. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> oh, I would yeah. not download this app. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, you know, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, overall, listeners, don't watch this movie. It's terrible. Jeez, we came up with a good, well, not a good idea, but just like. I guess a plot hole or whatever we were just talking about. It's like, okay, or not a plot hole, just maybe they could have improved is Sergio said you have to download the app. Like, you know, it doesn't just come on your phone. They should have made it to make it more scary or something. Like, it comes with, like, the latest iPhone. It happens to just come with this app. You know, like, you or, get, like, or like apps. So, Or some way to, like, have, like, you a have global hack. Yeah, so you have yeah, to have it and yeah, you can't get yeah. rid of it. Like, that would be sick. Yeah, like yeah but they have to go into the app store and download it. Yeah, wait, what yeah, happens basically. if they delete it? They can't. Oh. Yeah, because the girl she went to some, uh, she went to a, like a, it was like a Verizon store, like a phone store, yeah. and she told a guy to try to delete it, and he wasn't able to. Oh, yeah. that was in the trailer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, all right, guys. So this conversation is really awesome, but um, I have some questions to answer about Panda Express. So we're gonna take a quick, quick break here, and then we're gonna come right back, delve right into Halloween and a specific film that Sergio and Zach I just found out are really passionate about. So this has been WTF Movies, DJ Zach, Beast, Power Surge. Make sure to follow us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure to follow our Instagram, underscore um, WTF Movies, and to also follow the W... Oh, my gosh. And follow you Spay Live on Instagram. You're there. I'm butchering this. Let's go to break. <laughs> To our loyal listeners, welcome back to WTF Movies. We are talking here about Halloween. And also, if you want to go ahead and tune in, please give us a call at 510-885-4230. We want to hear what you guys want to say. If you guys want to give us a question, we definitely would like to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We want to hear you guys. Yeah. Seriously, reach <laughs> out. We love you. <laughs> Steven wants to talk to you. <laughs> 
All right, guys, so we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about um, a Halloween-themed film that DJ Power Surge and I, DJ Zach, are very passionate about. And, of course, everyone knows I am a, hold on, Disney boy. Ew. That sounds so creepy. I'm sorry. That gave me chills. Ew. Uh, if you are a Disney fan like myself, you probably already know where I'm going with this. Uh, Power Surge, if you'd like to introduce the film. Yeah, so the film that we were talking about that I'm sure everybody loves is The Nightmare Before Christmas. But one topic that we were talking about is, what is it really? Is it a Halloween movie or a more of, of a Christmas movie? So I want to get Beast's opinion first. Okay. So, what's it called? For The Nightmare Before Christmas, like uh, I was thinking about this during the break. Um... There's a lot of elements of Halloween because, you know, it takes place in Halloween Town. The main characters are all scary. Mm -hmm. But they're also trying to be positive and cheery with this whole Christmas thing. But that all turns against them because, they, you know, they learn scary things can't, unfortunately to most people, um, can't be used to celebrate Christmas. So, like, right. with that in mind, you know, like, that was a terrible plot of the film. But Terrible? <laughs> terrible. How dare you? <laughs> no, 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 no. The plot was good. My description of the plot was terrible. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, No, no, that movie's great. I, th I yeah, you no. were racking on Nightmare No, 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 I hands. love that movie, yeah. <laughs> um, hands aside, um, I would just say just because of that, um, because in the end Santa Claus comes down and saves everybody and brings everything to normal, I would yeah. say... It's Halloween. Like if he didn't, if if um if he didn't like come and save everybody, and they just ended on oh these kids get scary toys, then like I would say like Christmas just because it's like that's the ending, you know, right. the, the end. These kids celebrate Christmas, but Santa Claus comes in, saves everybody, takes away the Halloween, makes it Christmas again. Yeah. So like I said, like I I just feel because of that, it is like more like well, there Halloween. Were, there are two heroes in that film. Yeah, no, Jack yeah. Skellington, and he yeah, kills he, the boogeyman. He, sa he saves Santa, which then saves yeah. Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, for me personally, I would say it's more of a Christmas film because I find myself watching it more during uh, Christmas time, I would say. Mm -hmm. Definitely is more one of the most films that I watch. Another thing, too, uh, when I went to Disney, uh, they actually have the uh, – they changed the Haunted Mansion, the ride. The Nightmare for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. they do it during the holidays, during, during they, they Christmas. Start, they start it in September, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it runs <laughs> all the way till like, Christmas uh, as well, too. So I feel like that kind of solidified it for me. That's kind of more of a Christmas film. That's kind of like the okay. feeling that I get okay. for it. Um, I read – I either read something or heard something that – I'm not too sure if it was Tim Burton himself, but it's actually both. Okay. Huh. So kind of a cop-out answer. <laughs> kind of a cop-out answer, but it is technically both. It is That's my answer for everything. <laughs> <laughs> it is a movie that can be enjoyed during both Halloween and Christmas time because the the two conflict not conflicting but the uh coinciding themes of both holidays. Mm -hmm. You know, you have, you know, the celebration of the creepy, the scary, the unknown. Yeah. And then you had the celebration of Christmas, you know. And every time I think of The Night Before Christmas, I picture Jack Skellington walking through snow. Yeah. That's like the the image in my mind. Same here. Santa suit or pinstripe suit? Like in your imagination, what you just said. Oh, he's wearing he's wearing pinstripe. Okay. Okay. I, cool. Yeah, right. he's, cool. he's wearing pinstripe. Nice. I, I always imagine the, um, was it the scene where he's in the, uh, the sleigh, where he's kind of like going over the... Uh, 
you know, he's in the sky and like yeah. they're kind of like shooting him with the cannon. Right instead. before they blow him up. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he's he's wearing the Santa suit at that point. Yeah. yeah. No, but, I'm picturing him like the, like the final scene with uh-huh. the cliff and the twirl and the cliff uh-huh. and Sally's coming up. He's wearing the pinstripe, but they're standing in snow. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, sorry, that was me personally. Like, oh, that was you personally. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, sorry okay, about okay. that. Yeah, it's kind of like how I always picture him, kind of like being more of the uh, Christmas. Uh, yeah, because what's more Christmas than shooting Santa, right? Reindeer hunting. And actually, I want to get another topic with you, uh, Zach. Actually, one of the things about I love about Disney, I love the Haunted Mansion ride. Same. But I hate it when they have the Nightmare Before Christmas ride. Huh. I why? don't like the Nightmare Before Christmas ride. That's interesting. One of the reasons why is because You're I... breaking my heart. Yeah. But the, the the main reason why is I just don't like that they kind of like push aside the Haunted Mansion characters, you know? Oh, I, I, it's like solely. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I love seeing my Haunted Mansion characters. That's how I feel about that statement. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and, you know, yeah, I get it. They even changed the bride at the end, too. What was that? They even changed the bride at the end. I was just thinking about well, yeah, what Sally. she said. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. It's like they really do just yeah, they, yeah, change they, everything. Yeah. Well, and to your point, like, I get it. You know, if you're a diehard fan, uh, you, or not even die fan. If you're like a p- Disney purist, yeah, uh, then you probably don't like you know the goofiness that gets added in with the um, with the Nightmare Before Christmas themed haunted mansion. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I think it's actually a nice change of pace. That way, it's not just static throughout the year, mm-hmm. and they're not just throwing like Christmas lights over the same ghosts every year. Um, True. But then again, they are using the same animatronics that they do every year mm-hmm. uh, for Christmas time and Halloween time. <clears throat> you know what would be cool is if they like they kept the Nightmare Before Christmas like element for you know the Halloween part on the Haunted Mansion, but they do like half Haunted Mansion, half Nightmare Before Christmas, but it's just the scary stuff. None of the Christmas stuff that they do. And then when it comes to Christmas, then they go full all out Nightmare Before Christmas. Like maybe like they could do that. Like I said, I'm I'm the cop out answer with both, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just I don't know. Like I remember the first time I went on that ride, I wasn't expecting that at all. Like I went for Halloween, and all that was just in there, and I was just like overwhelmed because I love that movie too. So I was yeah. just like, oh, wow. and I, I, yeah. it, that just gets me in the mood for all the se- all the holidays. Yeah. You know, I go on the Haunted Mansion, the Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion, and I, the, you know. Even in the queue, they have the uh, music going like outside. Like you know what I'm talking about with the clock. Yeah, I love that. I don't. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I don't, man. They, I have, love... they have the Jack Lantern uh, skeleton with the Santa suit outside. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love it. I, I just, I, I love the original Haunted Mansion, you know, theme as you're going in. No, I, I, and the, the organ, right? Yeah, yeah I, I know yeah. what you're talking about, but I like, I like both, and I can't. I'm like. It's like a tug of war between feelings and emotions. And yeah, and I think they they switch the uh, the groundskeeper right. They switch it for Jack Skellington with zero right, or am I wrong? The ground. Yes, they do. They do right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The oh. grave digger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I remember like my girlfriend. She was like, "Oh, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it." I walked. out, I was like, "Man, I only got on the ride once, and after that, I was like, nope, not oh, gonna do no. it." Yeah, I was really disappointed. Give it a, give it a second. <laughs> How long ago was this? Last year. Last year. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say give it another chance, but you know. So like, okay, so on the topic of haunted mansion and you know all that, like, what did you guys think of the movie that was like uh, what 2002, 2000? I, I was like on, six. I, I want to say 2000. I think you're right. 2003, oh. yeah, because I was six years old, so it had to be 2003. Oh man! Because I remember my dad took me to see that. Like, I don't know why. Can, can uh, we also talk about the Tower of Terror? Yeah. Oh yeah, that movie. <laughs> Uh, to answer your question, is 2003. Yeah. Uh, but before we dive into that, we're going to take our second music break. Uh, this is DJ Zach. 
This is DJ Parasurge. And this is The Beast. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at East Bay Live, CSU East Bay Live on Instagram specifically. Follow WTF Movies at underscore WTF Movies on Instagram. Follow us on Mixer.com forward slash East Bay Live. Even subscribe to us on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts, East Bay Live. We will be right back with more Halloween. Welcome back to WTF Movies, everyone. Beast, you're rocking out over there. I'm sorry. That song was good. That was a good song. Please give me the list. Like, Can I just get the list of all the music that we use? That's some good old grunge right there, Yeah, exactly. I was just like, what? Whatever on the playlist I play, man. Like, That's just my job. Yo, it's fire, bro. We love it. Keep it up. All right. So we're going to dive into the Haunted Mansion film, the 2003 box office flop that was really did it not make a lot of money do you want to know the rotten tomato score yeah, yeah give us that score. okay i actually i want you guys to guess six okay 24 give me 24 <laughs> you both are wrong beast you need to go higher you need to go lower Ooh. okay one more um give eight. me 12 i'll take 12 i'll take 13 is correct. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. Yo, and I win the million. Woo! 13%. That is terrible, my man. Yeah. IMDb gave it a 5 out of 10. Common Sense Media gave it a 1 out of 5. A 5 out of 10? IMDb? IMDb. That's wow. reasonable. <laughs> to be honest. Because <laughs> there's actually a lot of movies that I like that IMDb just like hates. 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 Yeah. And I was like, that's a decent like, rating, to be honest. Was this one of them? But 91% of viewers like the movie. Huh. Which Why? is. That's I think that's the biggest gap we've ever had on WTF yeah. movies. Dude, yeah, percent of people like Eddie Murphy. They don't like the movie. <laughs> is that what it is? I bet. But you here's the thing: this is. was not Eddie Mur- <laughs> Murphy's finest. No, no, it was oh. no one's finest moment. He's like, I'm just coming off a of Shrek. I'm, I can do any movie I want. Now. Let's go. And then, you know, he Disney's was coming like, off a of Shrek, wasn't he? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then Disney's like, guys, we got Donkey. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, so, what do you guys? 
remember about the Haunted Mansion film is my first question. Um, the the zombie part in the movie when I was a kid scared the crap out of me. Like, okay. The part when the zombies come and I watched it again, like actually like the other day, coincidentally, and it's not that bad. But like at the time as a little kid, I was like, I liked the whole movie except for that like ten minute scene. I used to like fast forward through it when I would watch it on TV. I was just like, uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. I used to be. Yeah, that's what I remember. To be honest, guys, straight up, I don't remember anything from this film. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Almost the same. Uh. <laughs> so all I remember from the film is Eddie Murphy uh, takes his family on a vacation, or is going to, but then stops along the way because he's a real estate agent or something uh-huh. like that. And he's like, oh, i am got to look at this house, and his family's like pissed at him. Typical American dad. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and then... Something about uh, he's selling the house and it's haunted, right? And then something about like his wife looking like the former wife she, of the dude. Yeah, she looks just like the yeah exactly what you said, like the, the old fiance that he was supposed oh, to okay, marry. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. sounds like Casper. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> I know a little bit. <laughs> a little um, bit. But and then you know the haunting ensues. Yeah, <laughs> as scary as a Disney haunting can be. You know, yeah, Dude, they do good with zombies. Like I said, they used to scare me, man. Like, that was traumatizing. That scene in the movie, I was like, Ugh. I do remember the talking heads being super goofy, oh, like the statuettes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, that was all makeup. I thought that was CG, is all makeup. That was, I thought that was, looking back, I thought that was CG too. No, yeah, no, I saw a behind the scenes thing on the movie. Yeah, it was all makeup. They put them on this, like, uh, on the pedestal, pro- right? yeah, the, yeah, p- yeah, the yeah, pedestal, yeah. and they're literally like this, like, oh, you know, wow. their hands, and then they just do the gray, like, rocky makeup, and then, like. The hair, I think, is like a wig, and it looks different, like in real life. But then right. on camera, they change it. Huh. But other than that, yeah, it was all prosthetics. Huh. Yeah, I know it's amazing because I thought the same thing as you. You know, I was wondering in the ride. It's a projector, right? It is a projector. Yeah. Okay, yes. okay, yeah, I was wondering yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it's that's the easiest way to get that effect. Right. Um, and I was actually watching, um, kind of sidetracking a little bit, but uh, Disneyland glitches, uh-huh. uh, just like top ten Disneyland glitches. One of them was uh, one of the projectors, oh, the, the projection of. Um, Olaf's eyes in one of the rides in uh, Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like there were two glitches. One of them made it look like a slot machine, like his eyes were just constantly rolling back and forth. <laughs> and the other one That's actually cool. kind of tightened it back in, made him look like Jack Skellington because uh-huh. there was nothing there. It was just a black void oh for God. eyes. <laughs> Can you imagine if you went on the ride twice? It's like, yo, he just had his eyes crazy. I want to see that again. You come back and his it's eyes are gone. gone. Oh my <laughs> God. That's I was terrifying. like, oh, okay. I didn't like Olaf before, but now I really don't like him. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> going back to the Haunted Mansion, um, if we just want to talk about the ride or the film, the film. itself, mm-hmm. film. I mean, there's nothing Redeeming. remarkable about this film. I mean, right. except that they got Eddie Murphy to do it. They got Jeez. Eddie Murphy. Like they needed, I guess they needed some sort of star power at the time. Yeah. Because um, who else is in there besides that old guy? That's like always like the villain of those movies. Yeah, that's super helpful. I know. Um, <laughs> what's his? I don't. I'm not gonna think of his name, but it's Eddie Murphy and then that guy. And then other than that, I can't think of anybody like super super famous. Yeah. I could be wrong here, yeah. but it's just uh, Terrence Stamp. Okay, I would not have guessed that. <laughs> what Terrence? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, he's the bad guy in everything, so that's a well, spoiler. Well, I mean, too. I mean, we can at least c- kind of give him credit too for making a film on the ride. They had to like, you know, kind of like work with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it didn't spawn like a franchise like how the right. Pirates franchise did. But right. it's like mm-hmm. they still like. I mean, to make an, a two-hour movie based on a five-minute ride, that's I'll give them credit for that. Right, and like yeah. they did have a lot of elements 
or I don't know if I should say a lot, but because you guys are bigger experts on it, but like yeah. a lot of elements I remember from the ride were in the movie, like those statues that like follow you, you know, like when he's underground, you know, yeah. like that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that always trips me out when I'm at the park. Like I'm always going up and down, and then I like well, I that, turn around and my task. That's my actually one of the simplest solutions that they have. They yeah. just have um, the cameras, right? Or no, the no, mirrors, no. I mean? They just have um, like a you know those dome things like at the. Uh, McDonald's yeah. playground thing yeah, that yeah, you like yeah. kind of just one of those. Mm-hmm. It's basically that, but it's and it's inverted. Yeah. So it gives the illusion of um, them following you. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. it's really really simple. I beat him. I beat him though. I tur- I was fa- I was looking at it and I turned all the way around back was turned and I asked my friend. I'm like, yo, which way is it looking? Still facing us. I was like, ha. I was like, ha ha. You are not haunted. Ha ha. Uh, so just really quick, this budget the budget for this film was 90 million. God. Oh, Guess how much that was it made? A waste. Um, how much? Say, uh, 24. 24 million? No, yeah. I'd say it's I will, Disney. I will and say kids, I will so say 100? it made money. I was oh, okay. like I said it's Disney and it's for kids. I'd say maybe about a hunch, 120. Okay. Did you want to change your answer search? Um probably I would say 130, 130 million. It near it doubled its budget. 182.3 million. Oh what wow. In the box office. Jeez. Whoa. Hey, maybe that opens up the opportunity for Disney to make more uh, movie rides. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, what would they do? The Matterhorn? <laughs> no. The Matter- actually, oh, you know what? <laughs> and they're actually doing. Speaking of that, it's funny that you said that. You might be talking about the same thing I'm talking about, but they're actually Jungle making Cruise. Jungle Cruise, starring oh, The Rock. Really? And Emily Blunt. Dwayne making, The Rock, uh, Johnson, Miami. No, yeah. anything he touches is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't want to watch it. I'm good. Yo, I'm right. so glad you said that. <laughs> I was thinking. Eddie that. is I'm so angry. Is he coming in the booth? That. Is Eddie coming in? Okay, so um, oh, he's re- he's ready to tackle. Oh no, he's okay. Okay, so <laughs> just uh, um, <laughs> man. All right, so the quick uh, quick wrap around because we only got a couple minutes left. So, like, what are some really overrated Halloween films that are out there? Overrated. Just uh, overrated, yeah, like, overrated, like just worthless like what just you know negative let me hear some negative feedback Ooh. i want to hear let's go 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 ah man overrated okay. All right. um might take I us mean, this few minutes to think about it a lot of people say nightmare before christmas is overrated but they don't have a solid opinion so goodbye mm. um <laughs> and then uh, corpse bride oh Another yeah. i like that one yeah oh uh, you guys are tripping yeah i mean yeah. i i, like I mean one. i still like it but it's not it's you know it's it was there True. You know? True. <laughs> no, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. And also Beetlejuice. That's overrated. Oh, Zach, you're killing me, man. Beetlejuice. <laughs> like, I mean, you brought up some interesting points, but overrated? Here's, th- here's the thing about Beetlejuice. I think it's you, underrated. I, 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 it's fresh <laughs> in my mind because I saw it, like, a couple weekends ago. Uh-huh. And you're 40, it's like a 90-minute film. Yeah. You're 45 minutes in, and then you get introduced to Beetlejuice. Suspense is building. The first, the first half of the film... You, um, you're dealing with Adam and what's her name, Maitland, who are who just died. Who had just died, so they're trying to figure out how to be a ghost, yeah. which is actually I, one thing I like about that film. They're trying to figure out how to be a ghost. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, you know, you get introduced to Beetlejuice, and then it like kind of goes from zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah, um, which I guess is the point, but I wasn't the biggest fan of it okay. and also the special effects were hot garbage yeah that's <laughs> the 80s for you i mean did you see the uh the green screen chroma key in any of that when they're in like the sand or saturn or whatever no, you can, what? 
the the green screen. You can see the outline of the green screen or the blue screen that they use on the oh, that's actors. Hilarious. Uh-huh. That's hilarious. Oh wow. That really bugged me. Uh, for me personally, I'm gonna just be straight up. I don't have any movie that's overrated. I just want to say uh, one recommendation I do, I do give is check out the movie The Green Room. It is on Netflix. Yeah. Highly recommended. That's it's a, fire. The it's Green a, Room is that Matt Damon? No. no. That's Green Zone. Green Zone. Uh, yeah. Green Room is uh, with Professor X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good movie based on this punk band trying to make money, and then they get into some little neo-Nazis. Yeah. There's, like, gore. Like, when I first, I did not expect that. I thought it was a movie about a rock band, and then, yeah. like, I actually watched it. I was like, holy it's, crap. It's a really good film, so yeah. check it out when you get a chance, guys. Definitely. All right. So, um... Eddie, <laughs> yeah. Final Destination. <laughs> Eddie said Final Destination. That's a That's a pretty good one, but, like... As far, oh, he said no. I mean, that's a good one to be overrated. Yeah, I'd say like any of the ones like after like two. Well, actually, three was pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. We just just really quick. Uh, yeah, Casey, we got a message from Casey. Um, not technically a uh, Halloween film being overrated, but she says Frozen is so overrated. I could not agree more. Yeah, high key, high key. That is speaking the truth, sister. Wow. All right, guys. So I think we got to wrap it up. We got the yep. three minute warning break three minutes ago. So. Thank you again for listening. This has been The Beast. This is DJ Zach. This has been Power Surge. This is WTF Movies. Thank you. Have a great day. Listening to East Bay Radio.
How's it going, East Bay listeners? Thanks for sticking around. Uh, we just got off the air with WTF Movies. I'm um, talking about Halloween. Next up, we have Let's Get Real. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to hand it over to the ladies of Let's Get Real. What is up, everyone? <laughs> um, and welcome to Let's Get Real, the show that talks about the real in reality. It's time to be raw, real, and unfiltered. So let's get real, people. So today's topic is uh, basically a follow-up to our costumes from last week of Halloween costumes. And basically today we're going to talk about all things Halloween. But before that, um, if you want to call and pitch in about your Halloween um, experiences and stuff like that, uh, give us a call back at uh, 510-885-4230 and follow us on social media. Follow us, follow uh, our radio station at uh, CSU East Bay Live on instagram and our personal uh our personal instagram underscore let's get real people so listen to us on mixler soundcloud um apple podcast um what else do we have i think we're on youtube as well did you say youtube already oh i haven't said youtube yet yes we have youtube now and so um let's get into our topic so um yeah last like i said last week we were talking about costumes this week is kind of more like everything else because you know halloween isn't just about costumes so, um, what what are some things that you want to go into? Um, like, so the whole month of October, for some people, I know I have friends like this, the whole month of October, they, like, look forward to because every single day they want to do something Halloween-related. So, I would say, like, the first step is, like, decorating. You know, you decorate your house or you decorate the outside of your house. And I think that's a really fun thing to do. Um, have you ever decorated for Halloween? I don't think I have because I was I honestly grew up really scared of like a lot of things so and I think my parents kind of knew that so they I think they 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 carefully chose not to do that because I I used to go like on trick-or-treating whenever I'd see like really scary Halloween decorations you see me like tiptoe around it and be like really scared then you see something pop out at me and I like cry cry right away that was my younger my younger brother he hated Halloween growing up so he couldn't go to like Halloween stores he didn't go to school on Halloween um yeah he was like the Halloween the month of October was the worst for him growing up but um one of my ex-boyfriends their family would get really into decorating for um Halloween so like spider webs everywhere um blood and those little you know figurines that you put in front of your house yeah um they had like some blow-up ones but they also like some skeletons hanging down um but some people get like really really into it um have you seen there's like i know there's a house that does it for um christmas but they also do it for halloween where the lights on their house are themed to different songs yes i think that's somewhere in socal i think it might be yeah i think you might be right yeah i want to visit that house one day honestly same I wonder what their energy bill is. Like, really, probably really, really high. Um, and also, like, energy bill. And, like, just imagine, like, maybe one day, like, they're, like, with this, all these electrical outages. Maybe th- maybe it'll go out mid-song. I don't know. Maybe, they might not be able to do too much um, these next couple weeks with all these winds and high alerts. Well, that's if anyone does it, like, here in NorCal. So, yeah. But if you're in SoCal, you're, you're, I guess you're safe. I guess. You never know with this weather. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And with PG&E just wanting to shut people's power. Um, Thanks, PG&E. Um, I think another thing that has to do with Halloween um, is just, like, preparing for it is not just decorations, but also, like, like they were talking about scary movies. 
or like you know like the 13 days of halloween on i want to say it's like abc or nbc it's one of those i think abc i think it's maybe abc yeah um like i like the movie hocus pocus Ooh. Ooh, it's like one of my favorite favorite movies you know when that movie was first released it it flopped because like they released it like not even in october they released it in like july i don't know why oh wow yeah that was dumb (laughs) yeah but it it gained recognition later on and you know it's where it is today it's one of my favorite movies i had a crush on the the teenage boy that was in there the Which main one? one? Oh, the one that was alive? Yeah, the, the one that was alive and the one that was dead. Yeah. They I are, loved them both. <laughs> they're both cute. <laughs> I almost named my cat because I'm a black cat. Um, one of the names options was Binks, even though she's a female cat, but Binks because, you know, the black cat in there is named Binks. <laughs> yeah, that guy's cute. <laughs> um, it's so weird that, like, as a kid, I thought I thought the zombie dude was, like, strangely cute. I thought it was as a kid though. I, when I looked at it back today, I was like, "What was wrong with me?" I I liked a lot of strange, um, characters. So you know, I won't think that's strange. Okay. When good. you're a kid, you, I think he was fascinating, and I liked the fact that he like burned off his the stitches on his mouth. Yeah. And it was like, you, you know, can't tell me what to do anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever he said. Yeah. I know there were some curse words in there. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember exactly what he said, but I feel like there was maybe something. Yeah. Um, that movie's dope. Um, haunted Houses. How do you feel about Haunted Houses? I mean, I can tolerate them a little bit better than I, when I was a kid. Because, like, okay, I so, so I had some friends, like, growing up that would love, like, that would love Halloween, like, horror stuff. And, like, when I first became friends with them, like, I was a total weenie about it. And, like, uh, they would force me not really force me, but, like, they would convince me to watch, like, horror movies. Like, um, when I ended up watching Paranormal Activity 4, like, back in the day, and I was, like, I couldn't sleep all night that night, and everyone was just, like, laughing about it. Or not laughing at me, but, like, they knew how to laugh at horror movies, so I started to learn how to do that. Um, same with um, Haunted Houses and, like, um, for example, Halloween Haunt at Great America, if anyone's ever been. Um, my first time going there, I was totally terrified. Especially because, like, you know, I don't like things popping up at me. Like, I still don't like things popping up at me. But, like, I guess, like, I kind of, like, grew kind of um, a good, an okay tolerance for, like, haunted houses, horror films, and any of those things in general. But, yeah, if you come up to me and you're, like, looking all bloody, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm screaming. Run away. Yeah, I don't really... Halloween's, like, my least favorite holiday. And October's my least favorite month of the year. Um... And it causes me a lot of anxiety. Um, I always end up dating people or have friends that like love Halloween and force me to do all these like crazy things. I remember one year, my ex forced me to go to Pirates of Emerson, oh, which is basically no. on the Pleasanton Fairgrounds. It's um, like a bunch of different like haunted houses and creepy things. Oh my gosh, that was like the worst, one of the worst days of my life. I hear that, the, I hear the Pirates of Emerson one, I, I don't want to go there, I hear it's terrifying. It's it's really like, oh my gosh, I hate haunted houses. Now that I'm just thinking about it, it's making me nervous. Um, but I was like, you know what, you're, you're like, I was like 23 maybe, and I'm 25 now. I was like 23 and I was like, you know, you're old enough to like, no, no one's going to hurt you. You're going to get through the haunted house. You're fine. And, you know, you have this big boyfriend that's like 6'5". You know, he's, no, it didn't work that way. Um, my ex was 
a jokester so like he would be like you're, you're fine I got you you know just hold on to me and then he would leave me in the middle of the haunted house and scare me or um that's rude yeah he would like push me in front of things or like he was just being a jerk and so I had like a panic attack at one of the haunted houses we went to it was one about like um like carnivals and like they had um pictures of like old like circus acts and like it told you like the creepy backstory of it and it just really creepy and it had like a panic attack it was the worst oh dear and you like it ever it's smoky there like the whole um thing has a bunch of like smoke oh my gosh so if you really really like scary things i would really recommend going to pirates of emerson it's really fun if you are like scary things yeah and if you don't i i, I suggest um maybe veer away from the haunted houses because some of them well some of them i still kind of find scary but i don't know if, if that's if, you, if that's what you're into you do you uh, yeah you haunted house just you know viewer discretion is advised <laughs> just know what you're getting into and if you're claustrophobic Oh dear! Don't oh, go into no. don't go into haunted houses at all. Oh like, you're, no! You don't, yeah, because you can't see your way out, and you don't know how you're gonna get out. And it just if you have a fear of being feeling trapped, I would highly suggest just don't even let your friends talk you into that. Yeah, I like you're setting yourself up for yeah disaster at that point. Like I'm not even claustrophobic, but I I've been inside I had like a haunted house where I felt claustrophobic, and that's that that's when you know it's bad. I've made scenes where like the workers had to get me out in the middle of one. I was oh, like, no. I, I was like, this isn't a game anymore. You've got to get me out of this. I'm going to start hurting people. You need to get me out. And so they had to stop and like to stop the whole thing and get me out. <laughs> so don't take me to scary things. Don't worry, I won't. <laughs> um, we need to go on a short music break. We'll come back with a discussion of all things Halloween since Halloween is a huge day with a lot of different elements. Please follow us on social media at CSU East Bay Live. And then uh, at underscore let's get real people that is on Instagram. Please fill, jot down this phone number if you want to join the conversation about Halloween at 510-885-4230. And please download the Mixler app so you can listen to us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Download Apple. We're on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and YouTube at East Bay Live. We'll catch you back. We'll catch you here in a little bit.
Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for listening to Let's Get Real. As we are talking about Halloween today, since Halloween is just in a few days, a couple days, it's on Thursday, and, you know, there's a lot of elements that go along with Halloween. We just talked about um, decorating your house for Halloween. We previously talked about costumes in our last episode. Um, we've also talked about some scary movies like Hocus Pocus, and we were just talking about haunted houses. Yeah. And you did bring up haunted houses at... Um, Halloween haunt at Great America. Yes. I've been there as well. Uh, what do you think about those haunted houses since we're bringing back the discussion? Um, last time I went was all the way maybe like 2013. So it has been a while. So it probably has changed. So probably has changed within these past couple of years. But from when I went, um, I honestly, they were pretty like generally scary. But like um, the like the one that I have luckily avoided was the one I thought it was the most terrifying. I think it was like... um. It was a lit- legit like slaughter slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse like, was the name of it. Oh my yeah, gosh, it's the, the worst one. It was like a and I also had like the meat, you know, like those meat grinders things. And I, I purposely avoided it. I was like, nope, we're not going there. And it had a long line, so that that was a good thing. Um, but there was one that was like what was not as scary as the others. It was like the Day of the Dead one. It was actually pretty nice. Like you had it was a glow in the dark one. So like as you walk through, you see all these glowing things. You have people dancing around. And the people who try to scare you, unfortunately, they weren't that scary, but they were pretty cool. Um, when I went, I went and I think I want to say it was like 2010, 2011 and my best friend, she loves Halloween, um, and she loves scary things and she forced me to watch the Saw Marathon that day and then we went to Halloween Haunt and so I'm already, um, I'm an empath which means I feel very deeply. So when there's scenes in movies where someone's getting hurt, I feel like I'm getting hurt. I just empathize with that character. So Saul's just not the kind of movie for me. And so then when I went to Halloween Haunt that year, it was actually raining. So the floor at Great America was wet and they had these characters that were sliding on the floor. Oh, God. And it made the, the whole experience more creepy because it's like raining outside and it's dark. And the, one of the haunted houses I went to was one about dolls. And that one, like the lights would cut off and on. So like the dolls would be in one position and then the lights would cut off and then they would be in another position like on the walls and they would crawl up the walls or like. Yeah. Um, so that one was creepy. They had also had like a, um, a circus one or like a clown one. And I absolutely like hate clowns. Oh, I saw a clown one time at Target. I almost lost my mind. She was just shopping. I think she just like got off work and she was like, oh, let me just shop. I was like, this should be illegal. You should have to <laughs> change your outfit if you're going to come to the store dressed in your clown costume and it's not even close to Halloween. Oh my gosh. it was That was a sidetrack, but that just reminded me of me seeing a clown just day to day at Target. Do you remember that craze where it's like uh, people would run around in clown costumes to look like they're going to kill you? Oh yeah. Wasn't that when that one um, American Horror Story uh, was out? I think it was around that time and then like people started dressing up as costumes and as like clowns and would literally like stand out in the street and and that was a big no that was a big no uh yeah i'm not i hate creepy things like i said i'm not a halloween fan like i like things like hocus pocus those like you know uh the nightmare before christmas like those light-hearted um christmas things but um i mean christmas um halloween things but i'm not because i feel too deeply um do you do have you ever like um went to del rosso is it del rosso or del Elso? um the family farm in i think it's like lathrop i don't think i've been that far 
um, there's it's a really popular. A lot of people from here go. Okay. And it is like a huge like pumpkin farm, and they have like corn mazes, and they have like um, little um, a little farm where like you can pet like animals. They have a bunch of food. Oh. They have a pumpkin launcher, so you put like little baby pumpkins in there, and you can shoot at little um, big huge like targets like ghosts skeletons stuff like that yeah i've seen those like um, on, on social media yeah you probably have seen these people tag them very popular if you know anybody who has like little kids it's very popular with little children um i've been there i went to the corn maze there when i was like i think it was like two years ago before i broke up with my ex and um it's it's a cool place um if you can get pumpkins you can get really large pumpkins um also they have pumpkin patches and stuff um also they have like haunted little haunted corn mazes and they have regular corn mazes um the corn mazes i would just advise you if you do go there <laughs> ever just go to the corn mazes at night because if you go to them during the day it's like super hot and it takes like sometimes like an hour and a half to three hours depending on how you do and so you're stuck out there with no water like so it's hot so oh dear it's hot so i we did it at night but um have you ever carved a pumpkin yes um did not go too well because it involved me and my boyfriend arguing <sighs> yeah same i've been there i've been there i was like when i the first time i ever carved a pumpkin because my my family does not like holidays my mom is like anti-holidays so i never really did carving pumpkins as a kid and then so my ex was like let's carve pumpkins i was like oh my gosh it's a cute couple thing to do okay let's carve pumpkins um awful idea because my he gave me like the huge giant one and um i have weak elbows and wrists and i couldn't like i would get tired after just cutting for a little bit i'm like just do it for me and he's like i'm not gonna do it for you and i like got mad because you have to like First, cut open the top. Yeah. Take the top of the pumpkin off. Then you have to scoop out all the inside, the guts, and then you have to separate the seeds, you know, because you can bake pumpkin seeds. It's actually really tasty. And then you have a clean surface, and then you can start carving whatever you want. And I know that there's, I know, like, I have a friend of mine who loves carving pumpkins, and she'll make, like, designs, like, uh, different scenes of like movies she'll do like different like she's done like a star wars one oh, she's dope. done like uh, pirates of the caribbean she did like the ship um she's done different little characters like um alice in wonderland the mad hatter um stuff like that so carving pumpkins is really cool but uh if you don't have a lot of patience maybe not maybe don't do it <laughs> or if you're a perfectionist i i prefer that you do your own pumpkin because that's how me and my boyfriend got into an argument because, like, I like things, like, a certain way, and I never actually got to carve my own pumpkin before. But, they, but um, so one of my friends, like, uh, wanted to have a pumpkin carving uh, party. So, like, my boyfriend and I, we just decided to share one. Because, you know, it's kind of, like, cheaper to just share one. And, like, we were kind of trying to carve it together. But I tend to get bossy sometimes. It's me either bossing me, him around or me doing it myself. And it's, like, kind of, like, us arguing back and forth of, like, what to do. And yeah, it was was not a pretty sight, but um, I want to redeem myself and actually do my own pumpkin. So yeah, if you're if you're like me and like things a certain way, get your own pumpkin. Yeah, I always wanted to like enter like a because I like competition, so I'm more willing to do things if there's like a competitive like aspect. So like if me and someone were like, hey, who can make the best, you know, design in a pumpkin? That's when I would take it seriously and I'll put all this effort into it. Um. Oh, I like when people put, like, the lights inside the pumpkins. You know, not everyone does that. But, yeah. like, some people put, like, little lights inside. That's actually really cute. 
Um, also, what kind of candy, you know, it's because it's a candy time of year. What kind of candy do you like? Are you a chocolates person, fruity, chews? What are you? I like, so the kind of candy I like is really underrated and pe- is usually the kind of candy that other people don't like. I actually like mint chocolate. And I actually do like um, chocolate has like coconut in it. So like Almond Joy, like, okay, I have someone in the booth who agrees with me. Thank God. Okay. But you know, usually people don't like those. And then I'm just like, I'll take it. And I end up eating it. So I love just, those. You know, it's like more for me. So I get to eat, the, eat that candy. But yeah, usually those are the ones I like. So if you don't, if you don't want your, milk, your mint chocolate candy or your coconut candy, hand it over. I got you. <laughs> I like... Um chocolate is good too. i like chocolate but i'm i'm a sour person so i like sour candies um also like anything like fruity is pretty awesome but like i'm the kind of person like i'll eat like two pieces of candy and then i'm done with candy for like weeks like i'm done oh, nice. so like when i was a kid when we took her treating and would collect all this candy you'd get rid of the ones that you didn't like you know yeah and then my mom would, i'll be like oh i want to binge on candy but i would eat like two pieces and then my mom would just have to like get rid of my candy because i wouldn't eat it but my brother would eat his all in one week ew because you know my, my, my brothers are oh my brothers are like candy addicts one or two cavities me barely even eat candy and like mouthful of cavities oh something it's weird <laughs> yeah. oh something that i've seen on twitter um have you heard of spooky baskets no okay so there's this thing on twitter where um i guess like i guess it's a couple thing where it's like um you uh, you have like a basket literally like Halloween themed and you give them like kind of like treats like not just candy but other things I guess like little gifts and like snacks and give it to your significant others a spooky basket that's something I've seen in like on Twitter and I'm just like well, okay that's just basically a gift basket and it's like why can't you just give gifts like all year round but it's like yeah that's like the whole like theme of like spooky baskets but you know it doesn't have to be a significant other to be honest to give like a spooky basket it could just be like a whole gift generating thing but I honestly don't know where this happened I just saw it on Twitter um I showed it to my boyfriend's like hey do you want to give me hey what you want to look at these spooky baskets as my way of like saying what if you gave me a spooky basket but he's like okay and it's like okay okay wow let's talk about how guys don't get hints <laughs> yes they never get hints so um just be just be straightforward just just be straightforward tell them what you want they don't they don't can't guess they're never going to babe if you're listening right you're now setting I know, them up for failure <laughs> babe if you're listening right now i know you're at work but chance sorry if you are listening to this can i get a spooky basket thanks bye <laughs> and this is what i want in it you know i want those you know those like cookies with like the ghosts on it oh my god those, those are cute those are like the best cookies Ooh, see someone's nodding yeah it's like the best cookies ever i think i'm gonna go make them tonight um i'm getting my cravings up now i like i'm a cookie person so and a brownie person so like i'll make like brownies or like cookies and stuff sometimes i'll make brownie cookies and i'll like i'll put like designs in them or something um so yeah i don't like handing out candy either i usually just barricade myself in my house and i put a sign that says no one home and i put like turn all the lights off so people oh don't God. think i'm home that's what my family likes to do on on halloween nowadays like they don't want any any like people like coming up to it to our house so we literally have to like turn off all all the lights not just on our porch like um all the lights that are like surrounding like the front area of our house to make sure that no one comes to our house or think that anyone's home yeah. so yeah, that's literally been my family for like past like couple of years. I'm I'm not trying to hand out candy at all, um, because I don't like children, hordes of children. Oh dear. 
you know, because and then they get rude. Like, they'll, you know, yeah, it's not my thing. Someone else can do it. Maybe my mom will do it. But usually my mom's like out with someone. She doesn't have younger kids anymore, but she's out handing goodie bags. My mom's a goodie bag person. <sighs> Who has time for that? Like handing out goodie bags? Can oh I just, can I just like, like just a little pin- pinch? Here you go. How's your okay, mom go into away. goodie bags, but she's not into holidays? Okay, my mom, her job, it's because her job. My mom is a <laughs> nice catch. Um, That's a good question. <laughs> she works as like a manager for an apartment complex and she always has like a Halloween party. So she always has like all these like leftover goodie bags that she, she she has and so that's why she gives away goodie bags it's not because she wants to it's because she always has leftover <laughs> i mean i guess and then she tries she tries to get all into it for like an hour she's like yeah goodie bag hype and then she sets up all these bowls of candy and different things and then she'll make like three bags and she's like i'm over it and i'm like well now you got to continue to do it now like no one else is gonna help you so that's just a quick thing about my mom and halloween halloween goodie bags um but we're wrapping up soon because, you know, we're running out of time. Yeah. So it was been nice talking about Halloween and all the things that go on with Halloween. Everybody be safe this Halloween season. Yeah, be and- safe regardless of, like, what you're doing. Like, if you're partying, actually trick-or-treating. If you're in trick-or-treating and you're a full adult, you do you. Um, if you're going trick-or-treating with kids, keep the tr- kids safe. Keep them up. Keep them away from those. Um, look out for those. I guess like the whole like razor blades or needles in the candy. Look out for those. Um, yeah, just be safe. It's Halloween and we don't. Yeah, just be safe and look out for them clowns. Yes. Last uh, thing, what are you guys gonna be for Halloween? I, we talked about this last week. Were you not listening? Uh, probably not. Oh my goodness. He's busy doing the technical stuff. So go, go, go ahead, shoot me real quick. Okay. I'm gonna be a '50s chick. I'm gonna be Adme Palmond. Uh, Adme. Um, Fudge, I can't. I forgot to say your name, but um, the fr- Star Wars girl. Huh, yes, right? um, fr- Pad- but Padme Amidala. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't say your last name, but um, from her outfit from Episode Two, when um, from the Battle of Geon- Geonosis, you know that one, the all white outfit. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna be. Right on, right on. Dope. I'm wearing mine on Thursday, so you'll see. Yeah, you'll you'll see it, both of us on Thursday, dude. You'll see. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're wrapping up. So follow us on social media. Uh, on Instagram at CSU East Bay Live and then the Let's Get Real page at underscore Let's Get Real People. Um, if you want to download the Mixler app, that would be great. Download the Mixler app and follow East Bay Live. We're also on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and YouTube so you can catch all the contact, all the content after the fact. Um, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud at East Bay Live. We'll catch you next week and don't forget to keep it real.
you are now listening to East Bay Radio. Good afternoon, East Bay listeners. Thank you for staying in and tuned in here with East Bay Live. Um, we just got off the air with Let's Get Real. Uh, next, we have PRSSA today. They are going to uh, have uh, they have the time today. So without further ado, I'm going to hand it over to them. All right. Thank you very much. I'm Chris with Public Relations Student Society of America. I'm here with my club fellow club member, James. How's it going? And our guest is Joe from American Marketing Association. And I'm going to let him tell us a little bit about AMA. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Um, thanks for having me on the show. Um, so, yeah, about AMA, we are a group here on campus that's all about marketing. Uh, AMA is the American Marketing Association. Um, and what we're really trying to do is um, become business leaders and that shape the world of uh, business through the be best practices of marketing. Um, AMA has four pillars of development and those are the core like foundations of the group. Um, they are the leadership development, professional development, career development and personal development and uh, already I've uh, been in the group for only about three weeks and I'm getting a chance to you know do a radio show Pretty like amazing. this yeah it oh, is yeah. thank you so um, already getting you know opportunities to do things that I wouldn't be able to do if I wasn't in this group so it's it's been great yeah that's the same thing with James and I we are finding ourselves um, with a lot more opportunities through PRSSA and now collaborating with AMA having the radio show on um, ex accessing um, what this college has to offer and the different platforms to really build our networking skills and um, learn from each other. Yeah, um, without a doubt, PR, SSA, and AMA go hand in hand. Um, I, I kind of looked into it before, and there's a lot of people who say PR and marketing are like peanut butter and jelly. They just go Absolutely. together. Uh, PR focuses on one aspect of like making sure that the product's protected and that people are uh, liking the product overall and then marketing's making sure that the advertising portion of that works. So, you, I mean, it's now we've evolved into one of these worlds where you can't have one without the other. You kind of need them to work both in tandem. So I'm really glad that we have this uh, uh, community relationship that we have with you guys going on right now. And I'm excited to see where it's going to take both of us. Right, and speaking of taking both of us, all of us, we have an incredible, exciting event coming up on November 7th. And uh, Joe, do you want to tell us about this? This yeah. sounds very cool. And um, yeah, we need to get the word out for this and have as many people attend it as possible. Yeah, but absolutely. So um, on November 7th, we're having PR Marketing Day. It's a collaborative uh, collaborative event that both PR, SSA, and AMA are putting on together. Uh, it's going to be 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, in VBT, which is the Valley Business and Technology Building, uh, room 126. That's the uh, the big auditorium downstairs, in case you don't know where that's at. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be a great event. Um, basically, what we want to do is, um, you know, bring PR and marketing students together and show you know the importance of these two elements, PR and marketing, uh, c what they can have to the business. 
for people who don't know where the Valley Business Center is or the Valley Business Technology Building is, because let's be real, a lot of us sometimes don't go past the other parts of campus because majors are combined <laughs> to one spot. Um, it is by the North Science Buildings, if you don't know where that is. It's by the Student Services Buildings. And if you don't know where that Einstein's is... It's by Einstein's Bagels. It's by Einstein's Bagels. Everybody and, knows where that's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you don't know where that's at, then you should really take a tour of the campus when you have a lot of free time. Right. Uh, by the Student Services Center. And um, there's going to be different um, marketing and PR firms that are going to be at this event talking about different aspects of what um, needs to be utilized in business to build successful products that pleases both the client and the intended audience. Uh, how students should really prepare for um, interviews and um, beginning careers within the communication fields of marketing and PR. Um, what is a firm exactly and how do f and what do firms look for? I mean this is really hands-on interactive experience with professionals. So to be able to bring this opportunity to this campus is pretty exciting. We're really developing our skills right here right now with AMA and PRSSA and it can't come at a better time for us to be able to have a um, as pre-professionals be able to say okay we did plan this event we brought people in James do you have anything you want to add to that yeah it's just that you know this is one of those events it, like most people tend to believe that these type of events are tailored to one profession and or two professions only and most people who hear this are going to say oh PRSSA and marketing I'm neither of those degrees I am a economy major I am a statistics major it's available for everyone to come through. It doesn't matter what kind of degree field you're in, just come through, listen to the keynote speakers, uh, introduce yourself, network with individuals, because honestly, and that's something that we push at PRSSA, networking is your foot into the door into the industry. It doesn't matter uh, how hard you try. Well, actually, it does matter how hard you try, but <laughs> it, you can try as hard as you can and then you know eventually get there. But you having help along the way through network connections and getting your foot in the door from profession or professionals in the industry is w what's going to set you apart and actually get you in that door much quicker. It's kind of like your lifeline or your quick, uh, your expressway, the fast track, if you will, for us Bay Area folk, uh, into the industry. Right. Um, I know. And that's such good information as applicants. I mean, to have insight from professionals and um, some things they expect students um, to know um, after they graduate. Um, there's going to be a Q&A portion, so come prepared to ask questions no matter you know, how off the wall, because these fields are extremely broad. I mean, you have um, anywhere from the healthcare industry to um, sporting industry to um, air travel. So there's so many fields and so many possibilities. Um, uh, Joe, do you have anything you want to say about this event as well um, that you're looking forward to hearing yeah, from? Yeah, so we're definitely looking forward to hearing from all the speakers. Uh, right now, it looks like we're having uh, about five different speakers coming, so we're going to get a lot of great input from them. Um, we're going to, you know, really pick their brains and ask them, you know, questions that can help us land jobs after we're, you know, graduated or uh, close to graduating. Um, questions like, you know, what's the typical day look like in the life of uh, someone in PR marketing? Um, you know, how can, uh, or 
how can we improve our chances of landing a job, um, you know, with one of these types of firms. Um, other things maybe like what's something that they learned while they're here at East Bay or another college if they didn't go here that, you know, really helped them right. get into the field. Yeah, there's a, and a couple things just so we don't forget to mention them. Um, you can sign up for this event on Eventbrite and get your ticket in. Early. It's a free event. We right. are providing snacks. PRSSA. Always got the snacks. Always got those free snacks. I mean, you got to keep you guys nourished. I mean, otherwise, sure. what's the point, right? Yeah, I think and we're having catering, actually, is what I hear. Ooh. So, yeah, Ooh. maybe a little bit more than snacks. Giving it fancy. <laughs> and then we, were, we also have uh, two $25 gift cards to raffle off so, uh, to Amazon. So if you were to sign up through Eventbrite, pretty sure they're Amazon gift cards. But if you sign up through Eventbrite, you can be the winner of $25 gift card. And you know what? The holidays are coming up. So That's you never know. That's true. There's some pretty really good sweet tech deals. There's even some, like, True wireless earbuds, which I'm always a fan of, that are yeah, like you have quite bucks. a collection. They may not be AirPods, but at least you can be hip still, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're about to take a break here, but I just want to remind people to follow uh, PRSSA on Instagram. So that's at PRSSA C S U E B. And Joe, what's your yeah? Instagram? And you can follow us uh, uh, on Instagram at AMA East Bay. That's uh, AMA East Bay. Okay, we'll be back in a minute. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Again, I am Chris with PRSSA, and I'm here with James Hello. and Joe from hey AMA. And I'd like to give a shout-out to Angela Cirillo, our awesome president. Yeah, she's always listening in and checking up on us. Yes. <laughs> James, you want to tell us about uh, some cool stuff going on with our department, communications department? Yeah, so we have a couple things. There's a big thing coming up. Um, on the 31st, we have – October 31st, we have the kickoff event Halloween. for the uh yeah halloween Ooh, uh, the kickoff event for the uh project censored and uh the udc conference that's being held here on campus but the kickoff is actually uh in the oakland center uh, 1000 broadway avenue um, that is right across the street from bart y'all 12th right. street station it's super easy no excuses that's from six to nine there's snacks and drinks uh, conference registration is open uh, there's a special film screening of the United States of Distraction, which is all about fighting the fake news invasion, which is such a big problem. Fake news invasion or fake news is such a big problem right now in 
uh, the media, I personally take a lot of time out trying to pinpoint fake news and combat it. So that's just something I, I personally like. So uh, there's going to be a, a, a good amount of guest speakers from uh, Jack Redditch to Christina Cecil uh, and a bunch of other like big names in this type of field. Um, then that leads directly, directly into the remainder of the event, which is the, you know the 31st through November 2nd, 8 a.m. at East Bay. Oh my gosh! I'll be coming home on Bart at that time. I'll Ooh. just get off on 12th Street and uh, there you go. Walk yeah. across the street to the Oakland Center. The the event um, is going to be the one that's the big thing that's being put on by our very own uh, Dr. Higdon and uh, Dr. Grant Keene um, through Project Censored. And there's going to be a lot of topics that we are talking about, or that they are talking about. Um, essentially, the, the in the conference, they're going to ask the simple question. Uh, of uh, what ways do we still exist in an American empire? Uh, what are our prospects of the future and what role does media and communication networks play in either solidifying that or disrupting our possibilities for the future? Um, and those topics are gonna include everything from race, class, gender, uh, borderlands, colonization, uh, debt, transitional capital, refugees, migrants, uh, left state alternative, state violence, neo-fascism, it just goes on and on and on, but it's such big critical components of policy that is affecting America right now that it needs to be talked about. This so is gonna be an amazing conference. There's gonna be, yeah, so many leaders from all across the United States that are coming through just to talk about this. So uh, again, October 31st through November 2nd is when the conference is, the kickoff event is October 31st uh, at the Oakland Center. Uh, between six and nine with snacks and guest speakers and a film screening. Sounds exciting. It is pretty exciting, and it's so important in this day and age for um, scholars to come together in a capacity such as this conference and really discuss and try to implement um, change. And that's um, how amazing PRSSA is that we have the opportunity to promote these kinds of important events. Yeah, it's it's super important because PRSSA, while we as a group are able to ones to promote it for it, because, kind of, you know, that's what public relations is about, is right. PR. Um, <laughs> it's important because even if you're not a, a person that's part of the team or promoting it, you should still go. If you're a media major, if you're a journalism major, if, even if you're an English major, or if you're a marketing major, like yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe, I'm not sure if you're specifically marketing, yeah. if that's your focus. Oh, it is, okay. And so y you have so many ways to come out and then learn from these professionals in, well, our world that we live in now, all the events that are happening in the news. And again, from a PR perspective, or like I said earlier, networking, which is the key to getting a job quick, uh, you're going to meet industry professionals. So it's kind of a win-win situation. You learn about current events, you learn what's going on, and you get your networking uh, checkbox checked off there and work your way in. Right. You could also get a lot of insight in how to get your work published exactly. and out there, which there's is cool. a lot of works from, uh, I, I think a majority of them are graduate students, but there's a lot of works from all people all over the country that are published that they're going to be talking about, and they're going to be present uh, presenters alongside uh, Dr. Keene and Nolan Higdon. Very cool. I want to get back to Joe and talk more about AMA and this event coming up. And let me ask you, Joe, since you are new to AMA, you've been a member for three weeks now. Mm -hmm. And I know you said the opportunities are great. So can you give us some insight as to what brought you into AMA? And Yeah, so, I mean, I am a marketing major, so I knew I wanted to join a marketing club. And... Um, Versus joining uh, 
a sorority or sorority or fraternity, <laughs> excuse me. Um, hey, hey, it's 2019. Which yeah, is really nothing is. wrong with uh, joining a fraternity, but uh, you do I, you boo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wanted to join uh, AMA because there's a lot of you know great opportunities. Not only like talking on the radio like this, but also um, when you join AMA, you get access to um, internship the internship board that they have on their way uh, their website, which is AMA. Org. Um, so if you're interested in checking that out, there's a lot of resources for marketers as far as um, tools go. They host um, seminars, and they also have um, a yearly case competition, um, which is hey. a great way for marketing students to get uh, real-life experience to solve marketing issues. PRSSA has a, um annual uh, project as well, the Bateman Campaign. Awesome. and. Um, case study campaign so every year is a different client this year's client is the 2020 census so hopefully our team will be working hard and diligent throughout the year this our campaign is about a six-month process oh, okay yeah, I don't so, know how long of a process I, I like I said, I'm pretty new, so I'm learning everything still. I completely encourage you to join that team, whatever team. I don't know how many members of AMA need to be for, from each club. Mm-hmm. Ours was four to five. But the insight and the hands-on experience was amazing. And also another networking opportunity. So, yes. you know, it's you go. not right. always what I mean, you know, but who like, you know. Yeah, well, true, true. <laughs> and you get to really design. Word. Right, really design your own strategy. Yeah. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention really quick, if we could just step back to the sure. conference. I forgot to mention that conference is also free. Ooh. I know we can sign up through uh, Eventbrite for that. Uh, if you have any questions, Eventbrite feel free to. Eventbrite for all your conference needs. Go to PRS, PRSSA's <laughs> East, uh, Instagram, PS, PRSSA, CSUEB, uh, and then uh, you can find the link there. And we can, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to the PRSSA group as well. Right, and James, it's it's so a conference schedule like a nine to five. Is that? Yeah, I think it. I want to say it starts at eight o'clock in the morning. I want to say it's eight wow, a.m. Lots I, of scholars. I can't. Oh, you have to forgive me. I can't remember exactly what time it ends, but just show up at eight a.m. and stick through the entire thing, and you'll be all the wiser. Great. Um, we're about ready to head to another break again. I just want to remind people one more time at PRSSA CSUEB. Yeah, and when we come back, we'll ask Joe a couple more questions about AMA and see if he can handle the heat. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Thanks.
Okay, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, James, do you have a correction for us? Yeah, I have a correction. <laughs> so we were able to in the break we were able to kind of look up and get some information. So it's actually not an event, right? For the Nolan Higdon or the oh. Project Sensor, it's literally just a show up event. So just show up. Show up. Uh, but there is a time from three to four o'clock. Uh, you just show up. If you do have questions, though, you can still reach out to us via uh, direct message on Instagram. Uh, we'll be happy to help you there. It's just bring yourself. That's all you have to bring. It's going to be pretty amazing and. Like I said, it's just, and it's a really good opportunity for students to learn, student scholars to learn how to get their work out there and um, yeah. cross-reference with other scholars. So back to Joe from AMA. Uh, you want to tell us about their website and the opportunities? Yeah, so again, the website um, for the national uh, organization is ama.org. Um, bunch of tools and, and information you can find on there. Uh, so check it out. Um, yeah. Also, uh, you know, just want to talk a little bit about my experience so far with AMA. Like, Great. like Chris said, I've only been in the group for about three weeks, but I'm uh, already learning a lot and getting the yeah. opportunity to do exciting stuff. Like, see so you jumping in. That's the great. radio show, and, and also, you know, we're putting on the event like we talked about earlier, PR Marketing Day. In case you already forgot, so again, November seventh, four to six p.m. Uh, the VBT Building, uh, number one twenty-six, is the big auditorium there. Um, so yeah, what I've learned, you know, so far is, um, how to really work in a team, um, putting on an event like this isn't easy. Like everybody has to collaborate a, right. and work together and, and put aside your it's differences and, and, yeah. right. It's like working in, I don't know, corporate. Yeah, right. exactly. And, and so. there are different permissions <laughs> from the university that you have to go through. So mm -hmm. this is all just a great learning experience and, you know, our toolkits as it were. Yeah. For promoting events. Um, what, go ahead, say, James. What, what's your uh, favorite takeaway so far? Like, what has been the, the funnest thing about AMA that you have found so far? Um, yeah, like I said, just working as a group. Um, I think that's, you know, the most interesting thing so far is being able to work as a part of the team and get stuff done. It's get a great stuff feeling. Done. Yeah, it get stuff done. It feels good, right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Just to go back, because I noticed you talked about uh, AMA and, you know, you have access to the, or access to the internship board uh, that they have. And right. uh, we kind of had the same thing with PRSSA. As a PRSSA member, if you were to join, you also get access to PRSA, which is the national chapter, not just the student one, mm. which then has the ability to apply for tons of in internships all around your area. You can nail it down by zip code, whether the area you're in or the area you want to be in, which is really cool. Um, mm -hmm. It's just an easy intuitive way to just kind of again if you're a member to get your foot in the door for those uh really quick ones because let's be real the prssa having that in your resume um multiple people have said including uh industry professionals that do the hiring say vcprssa or ama for that matter right. on one uh on the resume they go in pile a which mm. is the pile they look at first and the other ones go in pile b which is the one hey they we're second. in pile a there you go different you got to differentiate <laughs> yourself right i know i just gave away our trade secret yeah well <laughs> yeah i I'm, share the share the knowledge here I Cats out of the in, bag now i believe in equal opportunity hiring that's great i think that um just the insight and opportunities you get uh, information it's like that's what is so cool about um, students joining clubs such as this is that it brings you um, one step closer and more insight on how to you know market yourself what discover different aspects of what you're looking for maybe you don't know 
Maybe you like um, thought you liked this one area of marketing, but you figured out there's this whole other side of it. I'm not a marketing person. Maybe you can give us some insight as to. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely you know different aspects of marketing, and I think that I'm still in the process of finding out exactly right. what I want to get into. Um, um, but yeah, I know there's um, you know a lot of different you know aspects of marketing there's um you know always there's the product there's um positioning placement. yourself placement yeah the four p's Price. of marketing exactly <laughs> for sure uh, and promotion so yes. and um you know that brings you back to the event the pr marketing day is all these things with marketing also work together with pr to complete an organization and make everything all click right um there's uh, some, we know there's going to be like five people there. There's a couple of really cool people we have bios from. Um, James, you want to tell us about those? Yeah, we have. So there are plenty of event and speakers uh, for PR, PRSSA, SF, uh, PRSSA, or PRSA, SF, so the San Francisco chapter, uh, Merit Group, which is a very big, I, I, they're marketing, I believe, is Merit Group. Uh, and a couple of great key speakers like uh, Geraldine, um, Convento, she is going to be there. She is a, a major online influencer and serial entrepreneur, and she has about oh, 25 years of experience in like wow. web development and video production around there. Um, and she is very successful. So learning from her is an absolute, you know, key opportunity. Other speakers will be things like Nick Rizzo. Um, he works for, or before he worked to, um, oh, he worked for Merit Group. Um, now he's doing some other things, but he is a very big name in public relations. Um, and then we also have, of course, Mike Sanchez, Mike from, Sanchez. from PRSASF, who is uh, our best great. friend. Yes, we love him. <laughs> um, but yeah, or sorry, Merit Group's not a, a marketing, it's a PR. Sorry, my mind's getting warped because I have so many things to try to remember. That's uh, true. We're very busy, very busy students. <laughs> very busy. A lot of, lot of projects right now. <laughs> It's true. So these two incredible projects um, brought to you by PRSSA and the communication department and AMA. 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 This, this lovely man, Joe, in front of us. Uh, yeah, there's not too many other announcements as of right now so far to my knowledge. Um, but the thing is, is that we want to make sure that students know, uh, especially comm majors, check our website. Yeah. Com.com. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> very, very catchy. Yeah. All right. And again, if you guys have questions, reach out to us for PRSSA at uh, Instagram. Or if you have questions for Joe in the marketing, if you are a business major or if you have marketing questions, reach out to AMA. What was it? Uh, AMA East Bay. It's on uh, Instagram. So okay. at AMA East Bay. Yeah. So just a little recap of events and. Okay. Things are quick before we continue on. Just to reassert what's going on here, we have a couple of events. Uh, there is the PR and marketing event on the seventh. Um, then there is, which is free, yep. free, free and free six. food too. So don't forget about that. Catered food. Yeah. Not, we're not talking catered snacks. now. Yeah. I mean, can <laughs> we not, hold you to that? I mean, or are I mean, that's you? That's what just I hear through the grapevine. Like, no, I'm pretty sure the that there's going to be uh, some catering, catering there. So. Okay. Regardless, there's, there's going to be food, and we should be thankful about that. Uh, uh, always uh, thankful for food. Yes. Be <laughs> humble, people. Don't go there and get mad if there's not catering, but there's probably going to be catering. Yeah. And then the other event again is the Project Censored and UDC conference from uh, October 31st, which is the kickoff at six to nine. 
Um, the to, opportunity of that to be for that conference to be on this campus is amazing. This is um, uh, 50 years in the making, I yeah. gather. And so, yeah, just to have scholars address all the crucial issues that um, we deal with day in and day out in, um, you know, modern life. Yeah. So that, that conference, again, is going to go um, – well, the kickoff events, the 31st, 6th, and 9th at the Oakland uh, – or across directly across from – is it Oakland Bar? 12th, 12th Street Station. Station. Walk up the stairs the and cross Center. the street, and you're there. Just go there. So easy. Kickoff event, 6th and 9th there. And then the rest of the conference is going to the 31st. It actually starts at 9 a.m., and it goes to about 3 or 4 o'clock with Nine, plenty eight. of events over the past okay. couple of days. So just show up. It's free. No event. Bright sign up. Uh, nothing too crazy. Just show up, learn, get educated, get networked, meet with indiv- individuals, and take these opportunities, folks. Take notes, take lots of them, and be aware of what's going on because this is going to shed light into our current situation in politics, policy, media, all of it. Get your scholar on. Well, we are wrapping up here. I would like to thank East Bay Live once again. Thank you so much for hosting us. Download the MixRL app and follow east bay live on uh, on instagram uh, and then they're also on apple Podcasts. apparently youtube now which is a thing what nice. yeah, we will be cool. broadcasting out of the studio uh, hopefully by next week so youtube uh will be hopefully having a stream through twitch um that's what they're oh. saying uh so we will keep you Pina, posted yeah, that so sounds we'll exciting posted, uh, we're so trying to broadcast uh through the um through the studio, so live broadcast. So. so that means I can't come in with messy hair anymore. Look sharp. We should get some makeup artists for you. <laughs> well, I, I I can't come in good looking. I mean, you have to be born with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll make sure to have a makeup artist on on site for you. Awesome, Very good. awesome. Ow. Or I could just dub me over after the fact. Right? Perfect. We have we'll that. Do that. Right. It's 2019. We have that technology. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, AMA. Your AMA. Thank you so much, Joe, for oh, joining us. Thank you guys us. for having me on the show. I really appreciate Give it. Give yourself a yeah. self plug here. What? AMA's Instagram, yeah, where yeah. they can find you. Again, it's at AMA East Bay. Um, we're also um, on Facebook, I believe, as well. So you can search for us on there, uh, AMA East Bay. Uh, AMA Cal State East Bay. Um, so, Do yeah. you guys have uh, meetings or certain times or certain days where they, people can drop in or figure out what's going on? Like, do you guys meet, like, every Thursday? Um, so right now we're usually meeting on Thursday during the U hour, so okay. 1215 to 115. Um, you know, it's in different spots all the time, so the best way to, you know, to get a hold of us if you want to is hit us up on Instagram first or, you know, send us an email uh, we're also on the Basink. Um, right. And you can also check, check out the website. It is a great website, yeah, just yeah. like the PRSSA website. Yeah, Lots yeah. of information about <laughs> um, opportunities available for joining both of these awesome um, Very prestigious, prestigious clubs. The A-Pile. The A-Pile, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the okay, we are wrapping up here, guys. Thank you again. And um, until next time. Joe, thank you so much. Yes. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good one.
Good afternoon, East Bay listeners. Thank you again for tuning in with East Bay Live. Uh, like PRSS, say, PRSS said today, uh, you go ahead and follow us on Apple, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud at East Bay Live. Follow us on Instagram at CSU East Bay Live and Twitter at East Bay Live. Thank you again for tuning in with East Bay Live. Listen to WTF Movies, Let's Get Real, and PRSSA. Thank you again. We'll see you guys Thursday on Halloween. Have a good one. Great, thank you. Yes, you guys have a good one.